This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Aaron Granillo. No mask, no service. Starting today, businesses will not be able to serve you unless you're wearing a face covering. The mandate comes from Governor Jay Inslee. We know that we need to mask up so that we can fully open up our economy. Businesses that don't comply could face sanctions, including fines or potential closures. Goldman Sachs reported that wearing face masks could save 5% of GDP. That's more than $1 trillion. Here's Chief Economist and Head of Research, Jan Hatzius. Uh, these numbers are all measured with error, um, and we have to be aware that uh, we're, we're dealing in the world of probabilities and statistics here. Um, but uh, we feel pretty confident that it would be a meaningful effect uh, and therefore even the economic value of a face mask mandate could be quite high. He says a national mandate may not be necessary to achieve this as long as every state individually gets on board. It wouldn't have to be a national mandate. You could also have uh, an increase in statewide mandates that ultimately have a similar impact. At the moment, only about 20 states have statewide mandates. So at least Washington State's doing its part. Yeah, Inslee announced uh, our rules last week as we begin to see the number of confirmed cases rise across the states. We're doing this because of the extremely troublesome spike in the number of cases that we are experiencing across the state of Washington. The state did confirm nearly 1,100 coronavirus cases yesterday, including 11 more deaths. Those numbers, however, are not just from the past 24 hours. The state health department says the backlog was due to data processing issues over the weekend. But still, the department says the average daily case total is at more than 700 over the past four days. Just a few weeks ago, the state was averaging only 200 new cases a day. That brings the total number of confirmed infections in Washington to nearly 37,000 now with 1,370 deaths. That means nearly 4% of cases in the state have turned deadly. We, we never had a chance to talk about the the mask mandate that uh, the governor issued because we were it was the 4th of July and he kind of issued it on a Wednesday before the holiday started and we were off but what do you what do you make of of the the mask order refusing business based on not wearing a mask well it's it's stage 3 of of social marketing the the three stages are tell me help me make me right so there's some people you can tell to do it and they'll do it some people need help like where can i find a face mask and they'll do it and others say no i'm just not going to do it and because of the way the numbers are uh, rising the governor decided and i can see why well, i mean the the health department really makes the the final decision um we will now have to threaten people mm-hmm. because if uh, that that's what it takes. Uh, and I, I can see that because there are some people who now can say, well, you know, I normally wouldn't wear a mask, but darn, I don't want to get fined. And so now I will. And if that works for some people, uh, then it does. Now, uh, let's let's hope it does, because I, I don't know what other methods of force you use from here short of uh, what arresting people. I mean, that then starts bringing us uh, to China. But, of course, significantly, look at China. <laughs> That's where it started. And now they are uh, they have it under control. Right. Quick update now, real quick, on uh, symptoms. The CDC is adding to the list of COVID-19 symptoms. It now includes congestion, runny nose, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea are all signs of the infection now. Originally, we thought it was just shortness of breath, cough, and fever, That list has grown to include things like chills, muscle pain, headaches, sore throats, loss of taste or smell, 
and the CDC says this list still does not include all possible symptoms and will continue updating. Uh, so no matter what you get, Dave, there's a chance, unfortunately, <laughs> you might have coronavirus and you probably should get tested just to be safe. Yeah, and fortunately, testing is available now, right? right. Yeah. For anybody who wants Free it. and So why not? An update now on a vaccine for the coronavirus. The Trump administration has awarded a contract to Novavax, a vaccine development company worth up to $1.6 billion. This is under the federal government's Operation Warp Speed program. Stanley Irk is Novavax CEO. We have to make billions of doses globally. So you start with making millions of doses, and we have in this contract an obligation to make 100 million doses that we can start delivering to the warehouse so they can be distributed. And we expect to have all 100 million doses done by January or February of next year. And Irk says they are optimistic. Nothing's for certain, but we've used the same platform, a recombinant nanoparticle. We make a protein that we mix with a chemical adjuvant to stimulate a better immune response. This is my third coronavirus vaccine. We made one for SARS and one for MERS. However, Novavax has never actually brought a product to market. Now, in the race to find a vaccine, five other companies have also received more than a billion dollars from the U.S. government. The Health and Human Services Secretary calls this a diverse portfolio. It turns out there are many ways to prevent this infection, many different technologies. And the challenge, of course, is going to be to find out as quickly as possible which one is best. I don't know about you. I've been hearing from people, though, who don't want to be the first to uh, get this new vaccine, given the rush to develop it. Yeah, I I don't blame anybody for being cautious. I know we did hear from uh, one of the local women who was the first to get that vaccine a few months ago. Right, who volunteered to get the test. And apparently, you know, she's she says she's doing well right now. So no, you know, no side effects there. But yeah, I, I don't know how effective that is yet. Of course, that's still sort of very in, in the very early stages. Any vaccine right now is in the, the very uh, early stages. Yeah. And let's be clear that the vaccine is not being released without it being tested on a lot of people. I mean, right. It's been tested by uh, volunteers, as you mentioned. So... Uh, that's that's not my concern. But as with any kind of drug that's uh, that's distributed on a wide scale, the true test, of course, is when it goes out, not just to thousands, but to millions. And uh, I can see where some people uh, might hesitate. But with this infection, since we now, I think, are all convinced it is not just the flu, it's much worse, I think it might be worth taking that little risk mm-hmm. to be sure that you've at least tried to inoculate yourself. The Mariners start their short baseball season on the road against the Houston Astros on July 24th. Their home opener will be at T-Mobile Park July 31st. That's against Oakland. But you won't be there. None of us will. No fans allowed in the stands. Uh, Now, baseball fans hope nothing goes wrong in the next couple of weeks. But CBS's Jim Crisula says that's not entirely certain. The defending World Series champion Washington Nationals and reigning American League champion Houston Astros both called off training camp practices after not receiving COVID-19 test results from Friday. Nationals general manager Mike Rizzo issued a statement saying, quote, that without accurate and timely testing, summer camp and the 2020 season are at risk. A growing number of high-profile players are choosing not to play this season. As for the Mariners, general manager Jerry Depoto says the team hasn't dealt with any unexpected problems with the testing. Several Mariners did test positive, 
though DePoto says they've been doing well. The organization also plans to give an update tomorrow to discuss the team's testing results. Let's look at some other sports now. At least six NBA teams have shuttered their practice facilities after a string of players and staff tested positive. Dr. Zach Binney is an epidemiologist at Emory University, and he does not have a good feeling about sports during the pandemic. I see the potential for a world where uh, no sports, no pro sports uh, beyond what's already back are able to come back. So what happens if there is an outbreak during the regular season? We've heard from both the basketball and baseball leagues, and they say they'll treat individual cases like it was just like an injury. So you'll be uh, on the injury report if you get the virus. But if there is a significant spread, commissioners say there could be a stoppage in play. In any case... No fans in the stands, mm-hmm. uh, plenty of TV coverage, yeah. and the Mariners have even been streaming their practice sessions, I see. So you can get your sports fix, but it's not quite the same. No, it's going to be weird. Not you can have quite the same. artificial crowd noise, too, pumping through your That's speakers, right. which will be really weird. But <laughs> eh, better than nothing. Better than nothing, yes. We will be back tomorrow and every day after with a 10-minute rundown of the daily local news. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find our news coverage on MyNorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 FM.